Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Three Losers in a Church podcast. I'm Chris. Uh, this episode is called New Life. Uh, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, just the idea of new life, the idea of Christ's death giving us new life. Um, I have to make a PSA. I realized from my friend Lauren that we haven't been referring to this as a Godcast. Um, and I feel like that's a disservice. So I have to bring that up. So, Godcast. Yeah. She hasn't, she's not even watching it and she pointed that out. So just, you know, from here on out, that's what we got to do. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, this is just something, I don't know. It's been on my heart a lot lately. Uh, I plan on speaking about it in other venues, but, uh, I wanted to start off by reading a couple of short scripture passages about the idea of new life. Um, the first one is from John 5, 24. I'm just going to read it on a screen because I can't memorize scripture very well. Uh, it says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come to into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Uh, the second one is from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 5. Uh, but God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. So it might be on my mind because I'm taking a theology class and like I'm just being bombarded with scriptural information. But my professor was talking about how like, you know, we talk a lot about salvation, obviously, because that's important. But, uh, you know, like this passage in particular is talking about like death and life, not like justification versus guilt or some other thing i don't know and like just the idea of new life to me is such a drastic and like extreme idea that i was kind of interested in getting some perspective on it from you two because it's i don't know it has, there's a lot of implications I think. so you say you're you're learning about this in your theology classes right now i mean sort of it's like a really generalized basic overview of theology. So they're just touching on all these like random points right mm -hmm. now. So it's no, we're not really learning about this specifically. But. Can we define what new life is? We could, I guess that's kind of the whole point, right? <clears throat> of this. <laughs> I mean, so the first thing that comes to mind for me is this idea of like transformation, right? Mm. New life, right? There's, there's a process of transformation happening. Mm. Um, and I think, a lot of the times, and like personally, I go like, well, like when was that moment mm -hmm. of said new life, right? And I don't know if this is where you're going with this, and I don't know if we agree on this, but I think it's a process. Right? Mm -hmm. um, sure, maybe there's like a day, you know, like when like baptism or like something like that, when like this process is started, per se, but it's a process mm -hmm. opposed to a transformation, an yeah. immediate transformation. Yeah. Um, and like, I think a lot of people feel like it's like an immediate transformation. They're like, okay, well, I'm, I have a new body. I'm a totally different person. And like, very rarely does life work like that. Right. Um, and like, I don't, I don't know if we agree on this or if this is kind of where you were going or if. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Cause like, I told, I do agree with you, mm -hmm. but in my head, for some reason, I picture it as like a clean break. Right. You right, know? right. It's like, easier that way. It is. Yeah. But like. It's almost like that clean break indicates the point where like transformation begins, mm. you know, because there yeah. definitely is. It's not I feel like for 99 percent of people, it's not like you wake up and you're like, everything's new and different. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, I think maybe Paul. Right. And I think there's, there's <laughs> examples. Yeah. Right? There's examples in life when people like have those moments right. of extreme transformation. Yeah. 
But like I, as you said, I don't think ninety nine percent of people. Right. Maybe even though if you want it to be that way, or right. like acknowledge that it could be, but. And like it's hard to notice like those changes in your life, right? Like the, my favorite is like the haircut, right? Like right. you don't notice how long your hair gets mm-hmm. until you get a haircut, and you're like, oh my gosh. Right. I just got one yesterday, right. and it's like, man, there's a lot of hair right. on the floor right now. But I didn't know that much was on my head. And so like, <laughs> a lot of, like or like you haven't seen someone in a really long time, and you go like, whoa, you're very different, right? Like mm-hmm. what your day to day, same with like weight loss and stuff like that. Like right. the day to day, like you don't notice it. Because you're there. Yeah. But like someone, an outside source, really like, wow, mm. it's been a week and you're so different. Right. Um, so like a haircut's kind of like a bad analogy of that because it's, you know, kind of immediate. But I get, well, actually, no, it's not. But yeah. Um, the hair growing process. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like that's, it's really kind of an odd way to put it, but mm. I think it's kind of works in a sense. Yeah. So just to clarify, like, when we talk about new life, there's so then that indicates there's an old life, right? So then mm. old life is the life before you say you believed and like you're letting God change your life or you're letting your faith like kind of like dictate like where your life goes and then new life is after you believe and then you commit your life to Christ. Is that what our, we're saying is the difference between old and new? The old lifestyle versus the new lifestyle? Uh, right. Just, yeah. uh, just to clarify. I don't know. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. To me, to yeah, clarify. like new life is like once you've accepted Christ. Mm. Yeah. I realized I began to explain that and then chose a totally different topic. <laughs> but that's okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. I like your analogy of the workout, though. Because mm-hmm. um, you might you might commit your life to something. Like I think working out is such a good example for so many things. Like You commit your life to something. You're like, okay, I'm going to try to do it. And then over time, you will see progress. Over time, you will see like a change, right? Um, though you yourself see it's so gradual and just like you witness it all where mm. someone might say, Oh, you were like a before and then now you're like B. So like that can, like, I do think for some, like you can drastically see that old and new life difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree with you. I do think it's not like for some people maybe, but the reality is that once you take your faith seriously, once you start committing to it, and once you start understanding and learning about it, then do you see the gradual change? Then do you start changing certain habits? Then do you start understanding and seeing the world in a different perspective? Mm. Um, but if you've been blessed to have the immediate change, good for you. That's a miracle in itself, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't think people's entire life... Well, I mean, there's examples, but like, I very rarely is someone's entire life completely changed... Like, maybe a small aspect. I think a lot of, like, sometimes we wake up and we're like, wow, like, I've never thought about that. And, like, yeah, I got to stop doing that. Right. And, like, we often fail, but that's another whole tangent. Yeah. But, like, there's examples of complete life transformation. But, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. even that, like, how much of that is perceived as complete life transformation and, like, externalized opposed to like true internal yeah. life transformation. I mean, God works in mysterious right. ways. Yes. Anything that happened for any individual. Um, yeah. But I think it's also the willingness to let that new life take over. Right. I think um, if, if it's okay to jump the gun a little bit, um, yeah. you have a really good question. I think I really like to touch on is, is it tempting for you to go back to your old life? Mm. Um, and I think that's something that we always hear about, right? People are just like, I've been so strong in my faith. It's been so good. And like, God is amazing, blah, blah, blah. But then they're like, oh, like I fell back to the same things over and over again. I, I think retreat's a very good example. Of yeah, this, for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, 
not necessarily like old life like you're like oh like i'm back to like smoking and like doing all these horrible things right but um there's the case where like people are like oh i go to a retreat i have that spiritual high i'm like oh god i'm gonna commit to reading the bible every day you know praying every time i go before i go to sleep doing all these things but then when they go back to the real world after the retreat then they're just they relapse and fall back into the old habits which is not reading your bible not praying all that stuff and then they're like they start beating themselves up over it and i don't think it's necessarily a temptation right it's just it happens. Yeah. It's like familiar and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, a lot of the times that's what it is more than temptation. I think like there's definitely temptation, but also like I'm just so familiar with how I lived my life for so long that mm-hmm. like I get stressed out. I, my natural thing is to like go back to a certain way of doing things, I guess. Cause that's, what's always been there before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like there's this interesting point, that kind of throws out my first point, but they're good in contrast. Um, I think you're good at arguing with yourself. It's like it's my talent. I do you every can single just have a podcast day. where you just talk to yourself. Um, just three Tyler's in a church. Three Tyler's in a church. I've always wanted to clone myself. Is that a little egocentric? I don't, anyway, so uh, it's okay. Um, but so I think before I said it's like a transformational process, but I think it's easy because we are given new life to like not want to squander it. Right. Mm. We're going to try not to tarnish it in any way. Right. And some of that is true. Like we are given new life through Christ. Right. And this is kind of where they work where like this new life is like a transition. Right? It's transforming. You're not a completely changed person in a day, but like through that transaction for say with Christ, I don't really like that idea, but it's going to work for this. Technically, it is. Yeah. Good, I mean, yeah. in a way, it's not, it's kind of a negative word. And yeah, I don't know, use, but, but yeah. through that, we are given new life, right? Right. And like begun that process kind of, but like it's still there. It is still new, right? Mm-hmm. And so like with that new life, a lot of the time we are given it and we don't want to like squander it or, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, like tarnish it in ways, right? Through temptations and other ways. So I think like realizing that we do have this new life and this started this new process of transformation so important and so like mm. relieving right it's yeah. also a reminder that you have regardless of like what happens to you like you are still forgiven you are still loved um but you still like are trying to embrace mm-hmm. like your new self you are still trying to embrace like oh this is what my faith is going to do for me right um i think that's why i'm so like when it comes to people who beat themselves up about their faith i'm just like it's you will have wonderful weeks and streaks of just like having such a spiritually filled time mm-hmm. but then there are dark days where the season's dark um and then this is where people i was talking to someone about this today actually they're just like oh the concept of just like oh if you're not moving forward you're not growing your faith at all but sometimes in your life you just have to stay still and just mm-hmm. that's just the season of life you're be in. still yeah be still God. <laughs> like, yeah the same exact verse was referenced today as well really it's just like you know like we say God drifts away, but God's never going to drift away. We're just in a season where we don't see or like perceive or understand that God is there. Mm. Um, and it's just to be simply reminded that he, to go back to him. Right. Um, and I think that's like with the whole idea of like, Oh, like I can't, if I, if I tarnish it, I'm going to fall back and then I'm going right. to drift away from God. When in, in reality, it's like, no, that's not true at all. And that's something I hadn't even thought about when I was coming up with this is like, you know, like you get a brand new car and you get one scratch on it. Or something, you know, and it's like, oh my god, like, right? Uh, I hate this, but you have like 
a 97 Buick or something. Just <laughs> random example. Spitballing now. Yeah. <laughs> and you walk out, and for some reason, there's scratches all over your hood, and you can't figure out where they came from, and it doesn't bother you as much. Right. I don't know where they, those scratches came from. Sure. There were some women sitting on my car the other night in the parking lot, so that might have where? been outside FBC. of FBC after the ice cream social. I walked out to my car, and there were just three drunk girls sitting on my hood. <laughs> it's like... Welcome yeah. back to college year. Right. Mm-hmm. Happy college year to all those who are in college. Yeah. You have ruined this silent, beautiful town. And <laughs> now I have to try going to sleep at 1 a.m. when people are partying next door. I'm not salty. I had no problem. I slept like <laughs> You're a baby. on the other side. I realize <laughs> me, John, and Adam are all on the same side of the house, Oof. right next to the said party goers. But I think a point. <laughs> Like a new car, a scratch. Right. So, yeah, that's a really good example that I didn't even think of. Mm. Yeah. And, like, I think that's a good thing in a lot of ways of, like, we get that scratch in the car and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. because we want it to be good. Mm. And, like, there's levels of, like, I want this to be good so other people think I'm successful. Or, like, I want this to be good so I feel valued, right? Mm. And, like, that's true in life, too. A lot of the times we're like, I want to put in this effort so, you know, this person will think more highly of me. Or right. I will think more highly of myself, Ooh, right? Twisting what is good to become right. something. Right, yeah. Also talked about that today. Ooh, yeah. a lot of relevant topics, mm. yeah. And so, like, there's another whole level to that. Right. <laughs> Freaking watch. Um, Have either of you ever like intentionally dressed nicer at church just because you wanted, because you knew somebody was going to be there and you wanted them to like see you dress nicer? Not because of an individual. <laughs> no. But because of a group of people. Really? When I started entering, I don't know if I, you guys knew me or like hung out with me at church, but when I was in undergrad, I dressed like a bum. Like, I didn't care. I just put on something and I rolled out. So I'd show up to church in, like, shorts and, like, flip-flops and slides. Granted, I did that during the summer. and I I was going to say, that's... I saw and, you now, like, a week ago. And last week. Okay. No hey, last week I wore something... No comment. Oh, my. Well, so for me, once the college year starts, I put on something slightly nicer. Like, I wear, like, nicer shoes. Um, chukas, chukas. Comment which one you think it's pronounced. Um, I'm pretty sure it's chukas, right? I don't know what we're referring to. My brown shoes. Oh. C-H-U-K-K-A. Oh, I don't know. I'm the wrong person. I, I've i never There's a name for that. it. I never knew that. Yeah. Chukas wow. or Chukas. I don't know. Um, anywho, but like to answer your question, when the college, when those I am ministering to, I want to look slightly more presentable. Granted, I should shave my face, which I will do. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, oh, I want to like look better because I want to be presentable because I am a leader of the church. That's why during the summer, I was just like, unemployment yeah <laughs> i don't care but then yeah are, are we talking about the fact that it's like twisting it for uh, sorry just well to, that's that's where it came from then yeah. i was just kind of curious to be honest that's what sparked the thought i i'm never concerned with that word appearance of myself i <laughs> never never <laughs> you always dress nice on I'm sunday ju- i'm period. just such a humble character <laughs> oh the most like goodness. like to a fault almost Chris. <laughs> the worst um yeah and like I try to dress nice um, to impress people. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I'm sure some of that is like, oh, I want people to take me serious because I feel like people don't take me seriously sometimes, mm. um, which is the story of my life. But besides the point. Um, so in short, almost 100% of the time. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, that well, doesn't really, I guess, relate. I mean, to if we're talking <laughs> about like twisting or doing good things for you, like that ulterior motive, right? Mm. Um when you do something nice, whether to 
in front of someone right. in order to let them like, oh, this person's right. nice. Wow. Oh, you got a wow. good heart. <laughs> wow. What a big heart for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Ulterior motives with a very simple um, motive, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we talking about again? How did like, we get on with that? Twisting, twisting something it's that's con- good. Yeah, yeah. Con- yeah. It's kind of like abusing the new life. Yeah. You think right. <laughs> and so I think it's, it is interesting because we are, you, you do buy this new car. You are given this new life, right? You, you know, get the haircut. You do all this, right? Mm. I'm really in these analogies right now. <laughs> but like that part, the old life is still a part of us in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But like it is separate. And I think that is a key realization to make is yeah. we are no longer held to it. Yeah. Um, that car that we owned, yeah, it's like a memory, and like maybe we almost died in it once, and like that's cr- like we're haunted Too by real. that. Still. <laughs> I feel like these shots are being fired right now. Um, oh I'm, my god! Not intentionally, but um, so like that's still a part of us. Yet we have this new car, mm. and yeah, sure, maybe we're concerned about the scratches, and maybe we, you know, we buff it so it looks mm. nice for outward appearances, right? Mm. And sure, that's not great. But yet it is so different and so new. Right. Your and history, completely different. Your history still is a part of you, but just because it is a part of you does it not mean it should weigh you down. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that's what I've been thinking a lot about. Is cause like, you know, like your sins have been wiped clean, washed away. Like God doesn't take any of that into consideration in your salvation. But it's still like, you know, you're made who you are from like your past it's where you, you know? were f- coming where you came from and yeah because god uses that past too i mean he can use anything for his yeah good, even your faults and sins and weaknesses and whatever else because mm. um i mean we we had our faith story episodes right mm. that in itself we it, it, it i think is a testimony to that right um what we were and now what we are right mm. um can you touch the mouth <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there was way too many Apple logos going on over there. Oh, like, oh. This episode sponsored by Apple. <laughs> oh, if we got sponsored by Apple, that'd be baller. Yeah. yeah, we definitely would not have any of this equipment if we got sponsored by them. <laughs> the like ten year old Mac. Twelve. Get my facts straight. Two thousand seven. Still, ten Old. years newer than my car. Five years newer than my car. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I think that distinguishing that the past is in the past, mm. that a new life has begun. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but also learning from that, right? Like, hey, maybe next time you buy a car, Chris, like, in it's, fairness, it's not a Buick. In like, fairness, you sold me the car. I, <laughs> was it me? I, this is an analogy, okay? Um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, underlying <laughs> tension that's getting pulled out. We're going <laughs> to. This is now the fight podcast. Right. <laughs> boy, boy, I've boy. been trying to start an FBC fight club and nobody's into it. So what are we even put in the fellowship hall? I don't care. We have the four pillars. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> so let's say like you learn something from your prior vehicle or your yeah. prior life, right? Mm. Like that is still a part of you, still used in making decisions, still like crucial. Yeah. Yet it does not affect your current vehicle right. or your current life, right? Mm. It doesn't have a direct line. I'm sure there's like things that weigh you down, shame, guilt, mm-hmm. you know, bad decisions, right? I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go like, ah, oh, like this is the dumbest choice I made seven years ago right? during a conversation with one person that I'm sure they don't remember. Yeah. I, but yeah. like, like that, all of that is for naught, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. 
it is your perception that it is the perception and just what you're you're essentially just lying to yourself at that rate right mm-hmm. um i'm looking at that because i mean you talk about like old things that have been taken like that have been like in your past and like your new life but like another question i think that like ties into that chris wrote was what kind of things has god given you slash taken away in your new life right mm-hmm. um you i mean alcohol right yeah i mean i don't drink anymore yeah I think I clarified this in another episode, but just to be sure, I was never like an alcoholic. (laughs) I don't have a drinking problem, but it was just a vice. But yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I was at a like party and just like, oh, some water, you know? Yeah. And that's cool. I used to be like that too before college. (laughs) Go figure. Couldn't tell what people were drinking because everyone was using a red Solo cup. I know. That was classy. I like with the red Solo cup look. Reminds me of undergrad. Kind of love those undergrad days. Yeah, dude. You know how it is. You're in <laughs> yeah, buddy. Is this the first podcast we're recording that you're in college? No. Oh, we skipped last week. We did skip last oh, week. Oh, wow. Congratulations, yeah. everyone. Wowie. Yeah, congratulations to Tyler who started his uh, classes. first ca- couple classes into his first year. Yeah. Yeah, Me buddy. too, actually. I started my master's. Your oh, master's. Congratulations, yeah. yeah. This is new life right here. New life indeed. Yes. I will soon be a bachelor. You will soon be a master. Wow. And I will still be confused. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, I like, so personally, right? Like, I mean, vices have changed a lot, like escapes. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know, like probably the largest one is like anger in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of self-hatred too. Yeah. Um, which is still like such a part of my life. And it's still like comes up all the time. And I'm far from escaping it. Yeah. Um, but it is just looking, I mean, I gave up teaching a while ago. Um, and my big thing was like, wow, like God really uses small things, right? To do crazy things in your life, right? Mm. I think like the line I said was like, sometimes God doesn't need to move a mountain just to blade of grass, right? And so like. You said that before? I did. Oh, wow. I That's like insightful. that a lot. Yeah. Mm. Thank Sorry. You. Ooh. Wow. I don't know if you were there for that teaching. That was, was if it was a summer teaching that I would know. Yeah. Oh, I think it was. It was not my personal favorite. But you were like I was probably there and I forgot. It's okay. Actually, I don't think you were there for that one. Oh, okay, good. Um it was I, I kind of rushed it. Um, but anyways, we could go into my bad teaching skills many a times. But <laughs> um kid just self-doubt and self-deprecation. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Sure on that note, fine. but uh, it was, I uh, know it was, it was good for what it was. Mm. Uh, it was, I was delivering this point of God works in ways we don't always see. Right. Um, and I think that's a well-known fact, but I think a personal example is just like the amount of times I would approach situations in anger, in angst even too, and just like frustration with people or situations and like how that's still a part of me in a lot of ways. I still walk in sometimes. I'm like, Yeah. Nah. Right. Like, Frustration is a healthy thing. Right? You care about things, therefore you get frustrated. Yeah. But like the amount of times that I get frustrated or like to a level of such extreme mm. is decreased so much. Yeah. Um, I like some of that I think comes with age, but also like. Yeah. I mean, I just. Not I, the same caliber. Since I started at Hub, the difference, I mean, and then I'm sure you can say even more because you've been doing Hub longer than me, but just seeing like, I remember you and Adam used to fight like crazy mm-hmm. and now it's like wow you're living together and 
happy most of the time. <laughs> yeah, which is a whole weird situation. <laughs> I don't get how that works, but but yeah, and like some of that is like to really just begun to appreciate people mm. a lot more. Um, I think I was more cynical than I am now, which is Oof. crazy that that happens. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like seeing people for like what they are and what they're good at, mm. um, opposed to like what they're not good at. Yeah. Um. Because with age also comes the ability to be aware of different things, right? Um, my bus driver, Brian, and I, we talk a lot because um, it's just two of us on a bus when we come back from Springfield. So it's like, I could either just sit there and be my phone or I could talk to this wise old 60-year-old man who's lived a long life. But what he told me was that in his life, like what he appreciates and that he believes that I have a head start on because of my faith. And I think you guys can probably relate to this is that being aware of other people and the consequences of your actions or like what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about what you're saying. It's so like, Oh yeah. Like appreciation for other people. Right. And I think with like new life as well, that's also something it's like, Oh, you know, with your new life, you realize that there's so much more than just like that minuscule thing that you're so focused on. Like it allows you to zoom out and realize, you know, God did something in that small moment in order to allow something bigger to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, I think about the summer, right. Um, a good example is back in, what was it? The first, the first time I took my driver's test, I failed. Same. I cried and I was like miserable. I was sad. I didn't get a job. I lost, I had a job rejection and I was like, oh, like I'm a failure. I'm miserable. Fast forward a month later, I failed my second time. Same. Um, but the thing is, was like, I remember Lissette was telling me this, the person who sponsored my vehicle, she was like, from like a month and a half ago, you were so focused on all the wrong things. And yet over the course of a month and a half, you realize your identity is more than just mm. your successes and failures in like a road test and everything. Mm. There's so much more to you than just that. And I think that awareness and a perception of like how God has changed you and how God is affecting your life really allows you to be free from like your own like vices, your own self-deprecation and everything. Yeah. Um, and being reminding you that there's something greater at hand beyond just like what you think that is big or like crazy. Yeah. Some of the things that I used to hold to such high importance, Mm -hmm. I look back and I'm like, Oh man, why did I even care about that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're all like children to some degree. Like kids cry about the dumbest things and you're just like, did you really just cry about that? And they're like, and they're just crying. You're just like, and then you realize that's the whole, it's their whole world. Right. Right. Um, and then the similarly for us, even as adults, like what we cared about like four or five years ago, we don't care anymore. Right. Um, yeah. It's funny because I make fun of kids for doing that. And then I think of like how angry I get at work about oranges. Oh my gosh. I'm like, dude, like I need to calm down. <laughs> dude, vacuum hoses recently, man. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> the freaking end of the vacuum hose keeps coming off. I'm going to lose it with this vacuum. Why don't you just duct tape it? Well, it's supposed to work, but. <laughs> I don't want to like, talk about it. I'm already angry about this freaking vacuum hose. Uh, but yeah, like the dumbest things. Mm. And I like, I think it's easy to be like, oh, so childish. Mm. Yes. But like, I don't oh, know. I, got some I, vibes from I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Um, but like, I think it's easy to be like, oh, they just don't see the whole picture. But yet, like, those people who do see the whole picture, yet what are they focusing on, right? Something just as small, just as minute. Right. Right. And so, like, I think it's easy to be negative about that and be like, oh, well, you're just like a little kid who's crying over a lollipop, yeah. right? But, like, as Sam said, like, that's just as much of their world as anything that matters to us. Right. Yeah. Um, and, like, 
I don't know how this ties into new life, but I'm sure it does somehow, right? I think so. I mean, you start caring. It's all about, relevant. Yeah, you start right. caring more than just you realize. Oh, like there's a bigger narrative. Like mm-hmm. this one thing that's causing me to stumble and that's making me suffer. It's like down the road, you're gonna look back and laugh at it. I think that's something that also um, Lisette said. She was like, you know, you're gonna look back on these tests that you fail and you're gonna laugh because your life's gonna be okay because God has a plan for you, mm-hmm. right? Right. He's gonna take you in better directions and like. I mean, you guys witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Literally got a job. Then I got my license. Though I'm still convinced it's because Thomas Franklin moved out. This house is tied to a four licensed, four employed individual only um, household. But I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm, I can't believe I like cried a bit over that. But then you realize like, I was so fixated on like myself. I was fixated on my own success and like being able to tell people, look at me, I did it. But in reality, it's just like, you know, like, God, God was just like, you know, I'm humbling you. Like, I want you to realize and focus. Like, there's so much more to life than just that one individual thing. Like, yeah, I want yeah. you to see, like, the plans that I have for you. Um, I did a bit of reflection today. And, like, I love my job as much as, like, I complain about it. Because, like, everyone complains about, you know, work all the time. Oh, yeah. Whether it's a ministry, whether it's um, in a supermarket, anywhere. Like, you always will have something to complain about. But I realized, like... I see God so much through my work, working with kids. I see God so much when I work with college ministries, when I interact with you guys. It's like, wow, like, to see that his love goes beyond so much and, like, it can carry you in so many ways, then mm. I, I just, it's just, a, it's just a blessing to see, like, this is where I end up right now, or I am right now in this stage of life. Mm. So, like, mm-hmm. old life, new life? Let's keep going. Let's see what happens. Right. Yeah. To me, part of that new life is, like, exactly that, like, the freedom to keep gaining that perspective more and more you know like and i guess i've been thinking about how grateful i am for that lately instead of just being like a miserable wreck like i was in high school Mm. and then you know all the stuff i talked about my faith story blah 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 like just that i have the freedom to not be that anymore (laughs) it's just so amazing and trusting something greater too right i mean look at your situation right like you went from living in that house and like working like a job like that to seminary your housing is a different situation, a wonderful situation. Right. And like blessings on blessings. Right. Yeah. And I know that even if all that was taken away, like I still can rely on God, you know, I hope it doesn't, but Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Fingers crossed. God, please. Yeah. And like, I kind of wrap this up. I think, um, this idea of new life, right. As I said, I like proving my points, but, uh, it's a transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Learn from mistakes. Learn from things that God has used in your past to drive that new car. Right? Yeah. Mm. To, you know, maybe avoid the tree when you're backing up or to get some new tires so you don't hydroplane. Uh, These are so oddly <laughs> specific. <laughs> the second one was. Oh. first one was just random. I mean, um, I, I did change can't. royal. I, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so like yeah use those experiences Mm. to feel the future yeah um don't squander the new life you have Mm -hmm. but also have grace you know have some some patience Mm -hmm. with yourself right Right. which is so hard right but it's so key yeah yeah like once you can learn to do that i don't think learn to do seems like a a switch yeah that's true like once you begin that process, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're never going to be fully patient with ourselves. No. Or anyone, for that matter. 
you won't have life figured out at all. But it's just a matter of adapting and understanding. Like, this is my stage in life now. Let me continue mm. onwards and trusting that God has a plan. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's all I have pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Drive your new car well. Yeah. Um, I've never heard that analogy before. And that's I, a good I'm pretty one. sure you just pulled it out of nowhere, but it works. It was really a joint effort. Well. Chris gave me the idea. Better than the haircut. It's on my mind. I will give lot. you that. Yeah. <laughs> God bless your 97 Buick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Yo, it's I, goes, it has less miles than my car. As much as I insane. complain about the thing, it gets me where I need to go for now. <laughs> so I like, I'm super thankful. Adam says she likes the color of your car too. I love it. Is the, it baby blue. the baby yeah. blue. Mm. There's a Modest Mouse song, Baby Blue Sedan. Oh. I think it's a depressing song. Because it's Modest Mouse. Ah, uh, because don't beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to close this out? I can, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Um, so this has been episode 10. I think. Oh. 10. Is it? Double digits. I think this is double. I think this is. It might be nine or 10. I have no idea. I think it's 10. If not, then it's nine, and Sam will cut it out. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving that Or will he? I'm leaving that in. Um, but thank you guys for coming out tonight. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our conversation about new life. Um, hopefully this gives you a little, like, hope and some reassurance to a lot of things. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe. Hopefully soon we will be on the podcast app. We're in the state of being approved, so we'll see what happens. I'll let you guys know as soon as it's up. But thanks. Have a nice night, guys. We out. We out. We out. We out.